and we are back. Welcome back to But Make It Hallmark Holiday Edition. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host Chingai. Chingai, happy holidays. Good morning. What's Good happening? Morning. <laughs> I just woke up from like the longest dream. We were supposed to record like three Wednesday minutes night. earlier, but yeah. I like yeah, I I slept in and I dreamt that. My life was threatened, but Jeremy Jordan was <laughs> with me, and, and we had to like sing duets. But like, it couldn't save my life, so that's where oh, I am. No. How are you? <laughs> Good morning. I wasn't expecting that Hallmark dream. I every other Friday these days I take off from work, and this is not one of those Fridays. So I'll be working after we record this. But it's always so nice to wake up on a Friday and know that it's Friday. Although I did have a little like nap as I was waiting for you because um, I tried to wake up 30 minutes ago. I-, I managed to, but I'm glad for the 30-minute break. Look at us. We both sound so incredibly tired. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you guys for joining us again this week as we talk about another four holiday movies from Hallmark. And guys, right before we pressed record, Chingai and I were discussing, it's kind of surprising. No one is on the naughty list this week. So that's a good thing. But I don't know if they're all quite nice either. So a standard week of holiday movies from Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas I guess there's nothing else to do but to kick us off. Chingai, do you want to take it away? Sure. It was it was tough to figure out which would be on the bottom of our list because, oh, like, yeah. like you said, everything was pretty good. Hallmark's yeah. batting average this, this year was is, is going well. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, well, the the bottom of <laughs> the bottom of our list this week is Christmas at the Golden Dragon. Starring Kara Wang, Osric Chow, Sarah Canning, Antonio Cupo, and Patty's favorite, <laughs> Barbara Niven. <laughs> With the town's landmark Chinese restaurant closing, two siblings find themselves re-evaluating their lives alongside the restaurant's loyal patrons. Eight different stories, one familiar place. It's the busiest week of the year for the restaurant. Oh. We're closing for good. The last day will be Christmas Eve. Christmas so this was dragon. Hallmark's oh, attempt <laughs> at a love actually. New Year's <laughs> Eve, Valentine's Day, all those ensemble movie of the year type of things where we have I think the the commercial said like twelve storylines going eight, on. Eight. Oh eight. eight okay, eight. I added four more because <laughs> it felt like that. <laughs> I like this movie because here's an attempt to do an immigrant story, mm. which I think is like a very important part of, you know, I mean, not just the Asian American experience, but, you know, so many other, so many other people's experiences. So this was good to see. We also have someone doing IVF, which mm-hmm. is also like pretty surprising for the Hallmark channel. <coughs> <laughs> We have, of course, a dead husband and kids going to college and uh, college applications, right? And we, of course, we have a love story, a central love story to this with like a a flame from high school or high school, (laughs) college, whatever. I don't know. There was so much going on. And you know what? This movie was like one of the most ambitious things Hallmark Mm -hmm. ever tried to do. And it didn't fail. That's Mm -hmm. it. Like, you know... 
we've gone through so many movies where they try to do everything mm-hmm. and it just it just like bombed. But like we could actually follow. This was a background movie to me. I mean, as busy as it was, it was something that like, I couldn't really pay attention to the whole time just because there was so much going on. But at the same time, I was still interested. It wasn't mm. like I was watching, listening to this. The, the story that gripped me the most was the IDF mom mm. with a single dad and two kids. And I'm just going to admit that maybe I'm just actually like a shallow <laughs> shallow watcher here. But I was watching because I liked Antonio Cuco <laughs> and I think the IDF lady was, was, was pretty... <laughs> And then everything else kind of just fell to the wayside for me. Oh, Dr. Greg. Yeah. <laughs> Appearance Who number. Who is not Dr. Greg here? No. <laughs> the, the boyfriend slash turned fiancé of our protagonist appears twice this week this, in two ooh. different movies. And I think he's one boon to this, to this <laughs> Christmas at the Golden Dragon because he's so cute. So I cute. hope we see more yes. of his Ukrainian face <laughs> in <laughs> the Hallmark Channel. Yeah, I, I don't even know where to start with the comments. I mean, I want to open up the floor to your opinions on your favorite Chesapeake Shore mom coming up. <laughs> in this movie like wh- how was that for you i was ready to hate on this movie because barbara niven was in it that's how much <laughs> i have feelings for her of the non-great variety but guys i don't know what fucking came over me maybe this is the christmas miracle of all i didn't hate her <laughs> if you just rewind four episodes back we talk about chesapeake shores i wanted to burn the house down and here i was like wait I'm not hating on Barbara and Evan. What was this? I'm, Chingai, maybe it took eight different stories within a two-hour span for me to, you know, water her down. But to be fair to her, I think this is one of the first movies with her. This is the first movie with her in it, wherein I was like, oh, I'm not hating the whole movie because I'm annoyed by this one lady. I wasn't even annoyed with her. I don't know if I was just recovering from... Is this what long COVID is? When, you know, like <laughs> you suddenly like things you don't like? I don't know. But that's my surprise about this movie is that I did not hate her, which is, again, a freaking miracle. I came into like this um, self... <laughs> Uh, self-reflection because of this movie because I was so annoyed at the main character mm, mm. Uh, because of her fetishization of Christmas and how like, like you know she, she had a different Christmas because her family was running a Chinese restaurant and they didn't have like you know the bells and whistles that like the whites have <laughs> and so um, she was she had this chance right to go to Vermont with her with Dr. Greg who uh-huh. is not Dr. Greg no, in this movie it's okay it's Dr. Greg too here yeah, so he she was trying to have a Hallmark Christmas yeah. with her boyfriend's family. And I was like, oh, stop it, stop it. I was thinking about this. And it's like, wait a minute, I am her. I have been fetishizing Hallmark <laughs> Christmas for the last couple of years. And so maybe I shouldn't hate on her. That's, that's my mm. whole Christmas Carol realization, which is kind of deep, kind of shallow. That's uh, Christmas and the Golden Dragon <laughs> for you. I did order Panda Express after watching I don't blame you at all. I think counterpoint to that, though, yes, she was us in a way. I do appreciate how they were trying to meta it up 
with having this girl wanting the usual Hallmark or Christmas movie tropes, right? And realizing that I really like that when they went caroling, nobody liked it. Or that, you know, she, she wasn't getting the white Christmas or that how snow was hard when you, when you do snowball fights. So I appreciate them calling it out. Now, was I a fan of this lady? No. So Chingai, don't worry. Don't beat yourself up over it. We can hate on her. It is okay. <laughs> this is what re- diversity and representation affords us. That even when they have the Asian lead, we don't have to love her. <laughs> um, side note, if you guys aren't aware, we're Asian, obviously. <laughs> um, <laughs> I can say that. Uh, but also, we know that when Hallmark does meta with Lights, Camera, Christmas, it can do it properly and well. And I think that's what this Countdown to Christmas movie lacked for me. It lacked levity. They could have done more hijinks, considering there were eight stories. It felt more Miracles of Christmas, it to did. be honest. It really did. It really did. And my favorite Miracles of Christmas line of the story was Miguel and his dad, who was mm. also also known as Merry-Go-Round, um, Amanda Schultz ex-fiance yeah. because Brendan Elliott <laughs> stole her away and he's also from Virgin River as you know um, Jack's uh, therapist veteran so they were my favorite storyline Ugh, I can't believe I'm liking storylines of children now but Miguel is going to be a handsome leading man one day and I'm so excited for him he's, he's quite charming so guys shockingly Christmas at the Golden Dragon on a curve it was the worst but it's still Leagues better than All Saints Christmas. (laughs) (laughs) Was not expecting that callback. (laughs) The worst. (laughs) Yeah, it's the worst so far, right? I mean, let's be real. Okay, Mm -hmm. anyway, moving on. Chica, any last thoughts on uh, Christmas at the Golden Dragon? No, let's move on. (laughs) (laughs) Moving on to other offerings from Countdown to Christmas. We have In Merry Mesher starring Brendan fucking Penny, Patty Muren, and Jennifer Robinson. When pop star Darcy returns home to spend Christmas with her sister and niece, she unexpectedly finds herself coaching the high school choir with her one-time rival, Adam. Darcy. Adam. Two competitors. You two know each other? We had a very friendly rivalry. This is very West Side Story right now. May end up singing a different tune. I'm starting a caroling group. You can't be serious. <laughs> we want to join forces. Oh, love! Yes! Same team. Hey, you sound really great. Patty Murin and Brendan Penny. Does that mean that we like each other? Ooh, let's not get ahead of ourselves. Chingai, In Mary for those longtime listeners who know, we both love Brendan Penny, but I think you love him a lot more. So why is Patty in charge of talking about this movie? <laughs> because it starts her namesake, Patty Murin. <laughs> who, guys, she was in Love in Iceland as a sidekick. Fun fact, she's married to Colin, the lead in Love in Iceland. So okay, neither here nor there. And yes, Patty Murin is a big Broadway star starring in like the Frozen like adaptations in Broadway. And yes... Yes, yes, yes. She can sing and she's charming and whatnot. I'm sorry to level with you. Is she an equal to Brendan Penny? I think not. <laughs> also, wasn't it supposed to be that way though? Uh, 
was it? She, no, no, no. She she was supposed to be not equal to Brendan Penny. Like she but was higher. In a way where yeah, she, <laughs> she, she she should have surpassed him. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I think like this movie was pretty enjoyable overall, considering there were a massive amount of teenagers because they were teachers in a high school, and they it was adorable to see Hallmark dork down Brendan Penny with his glasses. He's still hot. Like, come on. Let's be real. He was also fucking hot. We had, like, you know, these, like, high school rivals, missed dreams, imposter syndrome, etc., etc. But I couldn't get over the fact that Darcy, played by Patty Murin, was supposed to be a pop star. What has the pop industry come to if this is what we're serving up? I'm sorry. I am. It's 9 plus a.m. I am half asleep. I am. I have no time for fucks. Guys, I love you know that we're giving us unconventional pairings we thought we wouldn't ever like Jodie Sweetin but we did but see the difference in that movie was that she was not a pop star (laughs) (laughs) I'm just saying yes this is a Hallmark movie but let's stick to a bit of let's tether ourselves to reality here folks just a fucking little bit I think I like this movie overall because Brendan Penny's star power is so is so large and I was just trying to ignore Patty Murin and the fact that she was supposed to be a pop star but she was charming she was charming she was charming I will give that her I didn't hate her I was just a bit like come on okay this is a bit a hop skip and a jump too far away from reality I did appreciate her relationship with her sister Jennifer Robertson from Schitt's Creek who was so fun to watch but I don't know Chingai aren't there other Broadway singers who happen to do a lot of Hallmark who could have done a really good job with Brendan Penny I don't know is it just me this is exactly what I was thinking about while watching In Mary Measure. I mean, has Laura Osnes not repaired yes. her ties with the Hallmark Channel yet? Or with the showbiz industry yet? I mean, wh- when is she coming back? Come she back. would have been perfect for In Mary Measure. Super perfect. Yeah. I like this whole Hallmark place glee and pitch yeah. perfect. And Brendan Penny is so much better than Mr. Shoe, Michael Morris. <laughs> Uh, right? He, he has no creepy teacher vibes over here. And I love his Clark Kent glow yeah. down slash glow Go up. up. <laughs> he, you're right. His star power was so great that he just he just distracted me from the fact that I wasn't happy that Patty Murin was playing the lead here. I like Patty Murin, but um, I think she's better because she's like a character actress. She's better off as the sidekick. And that's not to say that sidekicks aren't important. I mean, she was a good sidekick in Love in Iceland, exactly. actually. So that that's, I mean, play to your strengths, right? Why? 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 <laughs> that is all why. I like the teenagers here so that's a bonus like i'm not hating on the kids mm. um yeah <laughs> yeah i mean I, I love i love musical i love high school musical so so sure the montage in the end Ugh. where they're playing her new her songs. christmas yeah. her new song with oh. her revived career because of oh. course she has a revived career oh. like was that really necessary no. like did they just like run out of thi- yes <laughs> did they run out of footage or something or Clearly. did the script like like was it too short or something because like that montage was so not necessary yeah. although i mean any anything that gives me more screen time for brendan penny 
is a plus. Yeah. Um, shout out to Brendan Penny's best friend slash wingman in this yeah. movie. He reminds me of uh, Dave Chappelle in You Got Mail. So I like this this I like this friendship thing going on. Maybe he deserved more screen time yes. over Patty Murin. I don't know. Maybe <laughs> they should have done they should have done a buddy comedy slash musical instead. Yeah. <laughs> um, I guess I'm going to add the buddy, um, best friend, football player, whatever, who's a fan of Fatty Murin, to our list of potential actors who could play leads in holiday yes. movies if they want some diversity. Yes. Because there's a lot, guys. Again, All Saint Christmas, there's a lot of other people out there. But neither here nor there, in Merry Measure, it was enjoyable, but it could have been better. Paging Laura Osney's come back into our lives. All is forgiven. All right. <laughs> when we're back, more from the Hallmark Cinematic Universe on a But Make It Hallmark. See you then. And welcome back once again to But Make It Hallmark. You're still here with me, Patty, and my co-host, Chingai. And we are halfway through this week's episode <laughs> because we have two more movies from Countdown to Christmas and Miracles of Christmas to discuss. And guys, these ones were happy surprises. Starting off with The Royal Nanny from Countdown to Christmas starring Rachel Scarton and Dan Janot. I hope I said their names right. <laughs> MI5 agent Claire goes undercover as the royal nanny and must overcome the challenges of her assignment, like resisting the charms of Prince Colin while keeping the family safe at Christmas. You'll go undercover as the royal nanny. I'll do my best. The children are prone to mischief. Well, I assure you I'm no shrinking violet. There's a new nanny in town. She's clever. Too clever. This holiday season, no mission is impossible. Do you think this one will stick? I think she'll prove to be the nanny you need right now. Oh my god, Chingai. When we saw the previews for this movie, we were petrified. This (laughs) has all the elements of making something shitty. One, children. (laughs) Two, royal children. And three, what? MI5? The plot is bananas. Guys, this is what happens when Hallmark tries to do spy movies, Mission Impossible, whatever, and throw in like a James Bond British theme. I was shocked. (laughs) I was so shocked by how they decided to even make this movie. We've seen royal movies before on Hallmark, and we've seen them crash and burn. But shockingly, guys, I can't believe I'm saying this. This movie wasn't, it it wasn't just not bad. It was actually quite good. (laughs) Why did I like it? One, it seemed to be, maybe they just did the, uh, there was a Mary Poppins British vibe to it. I was so surprised that I enjoyed it so much that I did what Patty does when she enjoys a movie. I looked up the director. (laughs) This is my new hobby, guys. This is my new IMDb hobby. And it did not surprise me that when I looked up the director of this movie, who is the director of this movie? The director of this movie is a man 
who you will not know. His name is Jonathan Wright. And I'm like, oh, okay, interesting, interesting. Good movie, good movie. And then I text Jing Kai, oh my God, guess else, guess what else he directed? This year, he did Jolly Good Christmas. He is bringing the Brits into Hallmark. And like Jing Kai and I mentioned, if GAC is trying to like continue to stay stateside, well, then you know what? We welcome all the diversity and we welcome our, our friends from across the pond because he did this so well. He not only did he not only did Jolly Good Christmas Chingai starring the love of our lives, Will Kemp, but this year he he has also done in the past, he's done mix up in the Mediterranean. Mm-hmm. He did Love <laughs> Romance and Chocolates, also uh-huh. starring like it's this guy clearly, clearly He's, he's holding down the fort at Europe in Europe. He is holding down the European fort, and I am mm-hmm. all for it. I mean, let's ignore that he did Christmas CEO last year with Paul. But you know what? <laughs> it is fine. So I love it that we find other directors to join the circle of trust we have with Claire Niederpruem because I was really scared for this movie, <laughs> considering it was royalty, and he delivered. The MI5 craziness plot line of like, People trying to take down the royals. What the fuck? It worked. The Mary Poppins school nanny of training of royal nannies. Also, what the fuck? It worked. Shout out to Hallmark for being finally up to the times. Well, not really, but they said long live the king. Because I mm-hmm. guess Charles is the king now. I don't know. I mean, I just it maybe it just happened to work. Who knew? Um, the aunt... Princess, sister of Dan Jeanette Jeanotte. I don't know how to say his name. I'm never going to get it right. She was cute. I kind of want to see her in other Hallmark movies. But really, I'm just surprised that with the amount of children in this movie and they had chemistry and I'm all over the place, but I guess I'm just flustered because I really thought this was going to be the worst movie of not just the week, but the season. That's how much I'm scared for royalty and children. And yet, it was really good. I really, really enjoyed it. It was, it was delightful. It was fun. And I was paying attention to children in a royal movie. This is like another Christmas miracle apart from me not hating Barbara and Niven, guys. <laughs> what is happening, Hallmark? I'm loving it. First of all, royalty trumps saints. This is, <laughs> this is the big lesson here. This movie felt like a true caper. Mm. Like, it felt like one of those movies I would rent as a kid, like, on Laserdisc. Like, a Home Alone kind of thing. Because of all the, you know, the fun stuff. It felt like a kid's movie, and I don't mean that in a bad way. It felt like a kid's movie that's entertaining for adults, too. It's like, you have to babysit someone, so you you feed this into the Laserdisc slash VHS (laughs) player, and you're also watching I couldn't focus so much on the romance, yeah. although there was strong chemistry between the two leads. I couldn't focus on it just because I was like, what? I was blown away by all the all the twists that happened in this movie. I was like, what the hell is going on? But I think Hallmark is right to hone in on the cozy mystery genre because I think people who are fans of those books are also Hallmark Channel watchers. And so I think it's good that they tried this out. Should they do it again? I don't uh. know. Only if... Or Jonathan Wright, that's his yes. name, right? 
only if he he does it because he really does it well. I loved our scary Poppins, <laughs> the nanny, the I nanny teacher. I think she could totally exist also in a universe where there are Butler Academies. Yes. Um. Yeah. Butler Academy and Nanny Academy. They could so be a universe. Like, they could be like the Ivy League of Hallmark <laughs> schools. <laughs> you know, instead of a Harvard and a Yale, we get Butlers and and nannies and Rachel Scarston, she she works well as a spy and as a nanny. She yeah. reminds me of uh, Uma Thurman and Gataka, very you know with a with a bun and very <laughs> sharp suits. And I can't believe Pinstripe from the Bold Type is back here. <laughs> I mean, I, kudos to him on his accent. It was yes. pretty good. Okay, my 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 only beef is not even with the spy angle here. It's it's how. <laughs> All Prince Colin seems to do rap, is yes. play with play with his nephew and niece. It's like, does he not have a life? No. All he does is like do these Santa gifts. And yeah. why is he not a playboy? Why is he I, not, you know, Prince Harry here? I mean, counterpoint, they always have the fun prince. So that's now they're right. having the boring prince. But I guess that's why it's a fun prince trope, because it works. Because as a boring prince, you're just a fun <laughs> uncle and, you know, wrapping gifts. It doesn't work. That, that's his life. That's his whole life, being <laughs> being the, the funkle. And yeah, the, the no, no girlfriend, no nothing, unless there was, and I wasn't paying attention. No, there wasn't. But there wasn't. You're right. Yeah. Uh, non-annoying British kids. You know, yeah. I just finished uh, season five of The Crown. Okay. And How was it? I mean, it's not exactly at par with the royal men. <laughs> <laughs> but but the royal nanny did well. It um, did so well. Yeah, it really did. Uh, I'm always so leery of these royal Christmas mm-hmm. movies. Shout out to... Wasn't it Laura Osney's? Yes, it, it was. was. <laughs> and Aaron Tveit. And Aaron Tveit, yeah. yeah. So I'm I'm very um, wary of them, but this one just like took my breath away. <laughs> yeah, you know what? Bring in maybe they shot it at the same time as Jolly Good Christmas or back to back because the director I'm already here might as well. Yeah, um, but I really enjoyed it. Bring on more of the Brits. It's yeah. it's shooting in London also, and I mean maybe maybe it's London, maybe it isn't. I, I love the caper vibe, and again. Color me surprised, the royal nanny. We didn't hate you. In fact, we quite enjoyed you. Good job. Semi nice list. Let, let's do it. I think this week was just like a baseline of enjoyable. But Chingai, maybe our last movie will surprise us. Maybe it will. Maybe it won't. Because <laughs> as proven by Maple Valley Christmas, I am quite a sap during this time of year. Let's talk about our final movie for the week, Our Italian Christmas Memories from Miracles of Christmas, starring Sarah Power and Bo Bridges. The Colucci siblings, in an effort to jog the memory of their grandfather, who is struggling with dementia, set out to recreate their late grandmother's legendary pasta sauce. What's the plan for Christmas dinner? Are we still making sugo? No, I haven't figured out the recipe. A long lost recipe. I'm gonna figure this out. An unbreakable bond. How's he been doing? I think he's really enjoying our hunt for the great sugo recipe. Sarah Power and Bo Bridges star. It always tasted like... Like home. Bon Natale! Where to begin? I love 
a grandparent-centric movie. And Bo Bridges mm. is like, you know, that that's a pretty big name to bring mm-hmm. into um, Hallmark movies and mysteries. He delivered. He delivered so well that I cried all through this. It was quite depressing mm. and uplifting at the same time. <laughs> at, at the, in the beginning, I was like, why is he playing an Italian? Why couldn't they have gotten an Italian grandpa? But you know what? I think they got him because he can act oh, the yeah. hell out of, out of a movie. Alzheimer's is never easy to watch. Uh, with the notebook I always cut off before the last part when you find out that it's the grandma <laughs> and the grandpa because <laughs> like I don't want to deal with with that um, but yeah so so it took us for a ride through you know the, the typical lost recipe looking for missing pieces but you know what they they pulled they pulled from all these familiar tropes mm. And excelled because we have Sarah Power bringing in her charm again. I'm so happy she isn't gone. She she's working as the perfect eldest sibling, and she has these sis. She has a sister and a brother who are all going through. Who are both going through their own things. Uh, The youngest brother having to prove himself feeling pretty insecure and then uh the second sibling is the sister who's uh-huh. left to run the family business because sarah power is like off traveling in the world being an adjunct professor and then they have the grandpa who is slowly you know losing control of his faculties I mean, <laughs> it's really all the perfect ingredients for, for a sob story here. And we got one. <laughs> what can I say? <laughs> but it has its moments of levity, too. Shout out to Dr. Greg. <laughs> so he's back, bringing him back here. This is where he does play the good doctor. So he plays... Uh, What's the name of this actor? It's not even on our... <laughs> he's not even part of the cast. Isn't his name... Oh wow, he's not in the. Wait, he's not in, yeah, the, cast he's not in the cast list. Hang on, Doctor Greg. We have to do justice an IMDb. for justice. Justice for Doctor Greg because mm-hmm. two movies in a row. Um, mm-hmm. Someone's this is working not bad. hard. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Obviously, the romance wasn't the central part of this story, but he did add something because we have we still have to have a love story here, and he was indeed the good doctor. Bo Bridges was amazing. His chemistry with Doctor Greg was good. Doctor Greg's chemistry with Sarah Power was good. The only beef I have, and I think they did this on purpose, <laughs> was the sister. I hated her so 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 much. Oh God. The the brother. At first, he was like grating on my nerves because just because he was so insecure, and I'm like, come on, get over your issues. <laughs> but then, but then my attention went over to the sister because she was so freaking annoying. I mean, let your older sister who took care of you, let her have a life, let her mm. travel. I mean, why, why are you being so passive aggressive? All these issues are coming up, and I'm getting really <laughs> heated. I feel my face heating up. <laughs> Guys, this is an audio medium. You can't see Chingai. She is pink right now. <laughs> yeah, she is as pink as her headphones. <laughs> anyway, um, yeah, I hate that they were all blaming Sarah Power yeah. for she had no control over. You know, it, it just. Uh, 
But <laughs> she took it with a lot of grace, and I admire her for that. I don't think I could have done it without much grace. Just and okay. Lastly, seeing Bo Bridges um, lose his memory, and just seeing him like you know lost and walking around and like going back to his old apartment and then freezing in the cold. That was so sad. It was I cried. really so I cried. sad. I cried too. But then. You know them them coming in and finding him because you know she she had a connection with her grandfather and she knew where he was. That's the stuff that miracles of Christmas yes. are made of. They leaned in. They leaned in hard to what they're all about, and I am all for it. Any grandpa movie always makes me cry, and this one really, like, it's so real. This this is possible. Alzheimer's is tough. And if not for, I mean, if only we were also lucky to have a hot doctor, you know, reassure us. Uh, I found his name. Dr. Greg's name is, oh God, I'm going to butcher this, is Markian Tarasiuk. Good job to me. I don't know if that made any sense, but he's a Ukrainian-Canadian actor um, and thus the pierogies. But he was Ukrainian in both, in both. right? I yeah. love it. Yes, Ukraine, let, let's go. No, but <laughs> Bo Bridges is like, Treat Williams Sr. It's like, I feel like these two, you know what these two need? We need, we need, the, we need the one December night, like oh. seven years later, for oh. Bo Bridges and Treat Williams <laughs> next Christmas, wherein it's like a road trip movie where they are driving and it's going to be like hijinks. Like Thelma and, and Louise, yes, but with grandpas. But with grandpas. And like there's gonna be some hot grandmas along the way that they find in some Barbara diner. Niven. Yeah. No, 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 Barbara Niven. No, she got forgiven this week, but no, Marlo she's not. Thomas. No, no, no. I was thinking more flirty aunt from Five Star Give Christmas. Her all the rules. Yeah, and and. There was another cute mom that we liked, um, an older mom. I forget which movie it was, but I will try to remember. The point is, Bo Bridges was the emotional center of this movie. And I'm really like in awe of how they managed to finagle him. But also, yeah. Sarah Powers was an equal. Uh, she is so good. Uh, she's charming, but also like she brought some seriousness to it. And like, I mean, it's an Alzheimer's movie. And... Yeah, fuck the lesbian sister. Sorry, not sorry. This is what diversity is about. We don't have to like all the characters, even if they represent communities that aren't normally represented. So yes, yes, wow. What an enjoyable movie, even if I cried so many times and wanted pasta right after. <laughs> you reminded me of that pasta. Maybe I'll order some. <laughs> yes, yes, no, really. Um, Chingai... Anything else we want to add in? Because, I'm again, I'm so grateful we've got four enjoyable movies at baseline and, you know, surpassing us, our expectations and others. I'm happy that Hallmark bounced back from the terrible, <laughs> terrible <laughs> movies from last week. So I hope that Hallmark maintains its batting average and we don't get a, bat, a terrible movie every other week because next week <gasps> seems to... <laughs> have a lot in store for us and I hope that you know it surpasses um, the bar that our perfect week and this week has set yes indeed so guys on the nice list Royal Nanny and our Italian Christmas memories but also 
who freaking knew? Why not? If you if you have time to spare in Merry Measure Christmas of the Golden Dragon, we're feeling generous. We'll see you guys after the break because we didn't forget. We're gonna have to decide on who our Mary and Kill will be. See you then. Welcome back to Fuck, Mary Kill Christmas Edition. Once again, I come to this part of the show unprepared. And <laughs> I'm gonna wing it. Let's start with our kills, Patty. I mean, we don't have an obviously terrible cast or movie here, so we're gonna have to do a bit of thinking <laughs> about our kill. Who are you killing off? Yeah, this is a bit of a soul search. I- I'm gonna I- be real. I actually really like all the movies, so it was tough. Sorry to Tanjanot. I, I know it's he is this is kill on a curve, okay? This is killing <laughs> on a curve. He just I feel like because of his accent. Is he like what French Canadian? What is he? I guess. Yeah, I'm I assuming. Don't know. He did British okay, but I love a royalty movie because I love royalty. So my bar is high. So when you're trying to be a prince, you got to bring it. And the bland Prince Harry they did for him just wasn't cutting it for me. And so I want to delete this memory of this prince. Although, again, relatively speaking, not bad. So it's, it's, it's like a, is it like a mercy killing? I don't know. Just, it's just such a love of fun or life in heaven. I don't know. I just, I just can't. Sorry, I'm killing him. So who would you put in his place? Who could do... I mean, we've done so many princesses, to, to be fair. All to varying degrees of success. Who could be a good prince? Honestly? Okay, he's been in two movies this week, but Dr. Greg would make a good prince. Give him a third movie. No, seriously. He's top of I mind agree. right now. I he's, agree. Because, you know, like, he he's, like, not very tall, but, like, neither is Dan Jeanette. Jeanette. I don't know his family name, but... I feel like this guy could do a prince better. I mean, we haven't seen Andrew Walker as a prince, but I feel like he would do it well. Um, mm-hmm. Older prince, of course, probably with a kid already. But still, like there are guys who just have that like, I'm a prince. This guy just felt a little too bland for me, mm-hmm. for him mm-hmm. to be like the fun. I mean, they were trying to be like, he was like the fun uncle, right? Like there was no, mi- there was no edge to him. He was too soft boy. And although I like good guys... Not when it's royalty. Come mm-hmm. on. Mm-hmm. Anyway, sorry. Killing him okay. off. Bye. <laughs> I am loving this royalty discourse. <laughs> I am going to end. Like you, this is not a kill that I want to be doing. Yeah. But I think I think I have to. I'm killing Patty Mirren. <laughs> <laughs> You're killing a royal uh, prince. I'm killing pop royalty here. Oh, because... God. She just does not fit the mold, and that isn't a good thing to say. I recognize that because we're trying to break barriers here. But I just want, wish it were Laura Osnes. That's exactly. it. It's because I have someone else in mind. That's why. These are mercy killings, I guess. You know, mm-hmm. like please note that it took us a lot to say this. So we have other people to kill. You, you're at the bottom of the kill list, let's yeah. just say. Yeah, All right. for sure. All right. Okay, okay, let's move on to some fucking who are you fucking this week, Patty? I want to know. <laughs> I mean, I'm fucking Brendan Penny. Okay. 
<laughs> I thought about it. I, I did. A, I was like, you know, debating again. No one was really like, like, do I fuck Doctor Greg twice? Like, I don't know. You know, like, <laughs> yeah, you were you were texting me about how like is this gonna be a double Doctor Greg? Yeah, fuck Mary Kill. I know. <laughs> No, but but Brendan Penny with the glasses, it feels like role play in a way. Mm, so mm-hmm. I feel like that would be a fun spin to fuck. I mean, I would fuck Brendan Penny any day of the week. Let's be real. In whatever form he takes. Mm-hmm. But this nerdy boy like thing, I feel like we could go and do a lot of things with this sexually. So <laughs> <laughs> this Clark Kent weirdness, I'm into it and I'm into him. And yes, <laughs> Let's go fuck. I, I'm not marrying him because I don't know if I could deal with like a music. Like he's also, oh, I don't think he can sing either. So it's like a fake music teacher. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, sorry. I don't have to justify it. I'm fucking <laughs> Brendan Penny. <laughs> I'm going to have to do a bit of justification here. So Patty was kind of scared that I would be fucking Bo Bridges this week. But I am not doing the, the grandpa thing here. But um, in line with my confession from was that last week or two weeks ago I'm gonna fuck Dr. Greg as the fiance of Golden Dragon Girl because like I said I quite love a cheating story so let me be (laughs) the mistress to Dr. Greg as the fiance I mean here we are here we are here we are okay all right let's do Mary (laughs) who are you marrying (laughs) not a surprise i'm marrying dr greg <laughs> i come from a family of doctors everyone in the family is a doctor none of us are doctors the kids none of the kids are doctors so the nearest we can get to propagating this line is to marry into a doctor family and he just seems like a good guy like steady steady job again here i am again with my <laughs> employment fears this economy what's happening in the tech industry i just need some stability and I feel like Dr. Greg can provide that. Mm-hmm. Also, I don't think his specialty requires a lot of emergencies. So he's not, his work-life balance will be like pretty okay too. Mm-hmm. Um, and he just seems like a nice guy. Nice guy, hot guy. Let's not forget, hot guy can cook pierogies, is stable. What more, what more do I want in a life partner? So Dr. Greg, will you marry me? Or will you marry both of us? I don't know, Chingai, who are you marrying? We're going to be sister wives this week, and I am shocking myself by not putting Brendan Penny in the the fold. What? Yeah, and so I'm having Dr. Greg for the fucking and for the marrying. I am going through a lot of health stuff like right now, and so it feels very appealing to have a doctor in the house (laughs) 24-7. Chingay! There are so many Christmas miracles this week. It's usually a law of butt make it hallmark that when Brendan Penny is on the roster, you're marrying him. And yet you're not. What is that? Chingay, your your growth as a person is shocking me this year. Uh, But I'm proud. I'm proud of you. Guys... We're going to be sister wives. Welcome to the wedding. Dr. Greg, will you marry us? We do. Yes, let's do this. All right. That's it for us this week. Thanks for joining us for these four pretty good uh, Hallmark movies in the grand scheme of things. If you haven't liked, subscribed, or shared with a friend, please do. But make it Hallmark. We really appreciate your feedback. Follow us on Instagram at 
but make it Hallmark. I would ask you guys to follow us on Twitter at make it Hallmark, but we don't know if Twitter is going to be here <laughs> the next time we record. So we're going to have to like uh, do a bit of rejigging. We're actually not sure. I, honestly, I'm, I, I just asked for a backup of our files because I, I really don't know what's going to happen, what's going down over there. But I mean, you know, the holidays are coming, so we still have Instagram to keep us warm and uh, let us know your feedback. We'd love to hear from you. And yeah, thanks, Jingai, for joining me. Thank again. you. To everyone, stay tuned for next episode oh God, because it's coming. The movie we've all been waiting for is coming. I'm scared. I'm scared I'm, we've hyped it so much. Oh, yeah. <laughs> but it they're can't, not going to fail us. They're not going to fail us. It's not. Mm-hmm. There are three of them. One mm-hmm. of them will pull it through in case two others don't, but that's impossible. We love them all equally. Or do we? We'll see you guys see you next, next week. week. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas. Merry Christmas.